everybody, welcome to episode four of Too Big to Bail, the most insane podcast you'll ever listen to. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. We do stuff here and no one else does. Off the rails. Off the rails. What are we going to do next week? You don't know. It's changing every day, every time. You never know what's going to happen on this crazy, wild, and wacky show. You know, I am no. here. I'm here with my podcast host with the most, Colton, Colton Bazinas. Bazinas. Or should me. I say, our reoccurring movie expert, Colton Bazinas. Either way, hey, I'm a man that loves a title, so to have one is nice. Do you have any bad titles? Um. Yeah, but you know it's it's not something I want to uh, I want to you know continue the the propagation of. So yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let the past die. Gonna... I say, right? Uh, the you, you you got that from Star Wars, right? You learned about letting. The I past just said die. it. I just said it. I, I didn't really wasn't I wasn't trying to reference anything. I don't know, man. I think you love Star Wars, so. I uh I I love a good Star Trek. I'll tell you that. That's uh, patently untrue. Made of Men? Come on, dude. That's a great episode. You've never seen a single episode. I've never seen a single episode of Star Trek Next Generation, but I feel like I can hold a conversation with somebody who has. When you say hold a conversation, do you mean sit there and go, oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I was like, I can remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, (laughs) and I would just ask them questions about Star Trek Next Generation. Well, in that way, I could hold a conversation with anyone about anything. (laughs) But I have a, but you know, I, I can I can interject with like, oh man, Made of Man. Well, that was a great episode, am I right? <laughs> you just have buzzwords. <laughs> yeah, just buzzwords. <laughs> oh my god, perfect. <laughs> well, I, I I welcome it. Yeah, I just got to get it up on my. Uh, I just I'm just never gonna watch those shows. You're never just, going to, I'm and I can't enc- I, I can't encourage you to because it's it's a lot and it's yeah you know it's honestly- I, I i honestly like i love learning about episodes and like hearing somebody talk about star trek next generation but i have literally no interest in watching any episode hey man i don't know it's wild it's crazy man i just i don't know i think it's just the uh the time commitment i like it, that it 90s look i like that 90s 80s look to it though yeah it's just yeah. i think it's just too much i did x files and that was a lot for me Okay. You know, going back and watching that. Would you say they're the same pantheon of shows? Kind of like the same? Um, as far as like your enjoyability. Do you like, do you like X-Files more than Star Trek? I, I do like X-Files more than Star Trek. Interesting. Uh, Star Trek is definitely bigger than X-Files. Oh, so. yeah. For sure. For sure. No like, doubt. There's, there's but they're out at the same no time, right? That, like That Fox 90s TV well, block. It, the next generation was the 80s. It was late eighties, right? It went into the nineties, yeah, but okay. uh, but it was the late eighties, hmm. the ladies, if you will, the ladies. <laughs> well, so. I guess Colton, we left off everybody with uh, we went to go watch Igor and Castle Freak. Yeah, um, yeah Castle Freak. Why and, don't we start uh, with uh, with your assignment? Why don't we start right. with uh, with Castle Freak. full moon feature? Full moon feature. Let me say before we get into this movie, I I, w- I was pretty uh, uh, excited to watch this movie because I do uh, enjoy these types of um, low budget horror movies. See, I didn't know that. I put it on yeah. the list because I. So if you put you these on, I'm just going to watch it because these are f- like like the acting to me is uh 
it's just more fun and it's like more fun and believable. I'm like, oh, there's Leonard. Like, I don't like I don't know anybody in these movies. Mm. At least, at least not the main, the main name. guy. Yeah, I knew the main guy, but like even then, like all the supporting roles in this movie were just like random people. They could, they just. That's fair. It could movie. be anybody. Yeah, I, lo- I love like when it's somebody's like first and only movie. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like that's so indicative of, of like yeah. them just like having such a bad time yeah. making these movies. Yeah. So this uh, this movie was made by Je- the famous Jeffrey Combs, has uh, done. Jeffrey- Jeffrey I'm Cole sorry, no, Jeffrey, not, no, I'm sorry. Stuart Gordon, Stuart Gordon directed the movie. He's done a he's done a, a lot of movies in these veins. He's he's did Dolls. Uh, he did in 2007. He made a movie called Stuck. Um, he's made a lot of movies. He did the Reanimator, right? Yeah, he did the Reanimator. That's did probably Robo his most like, well known one. Yeah, he was a he's a horror movie director. What can I say? He did a Honey We Shrunk Ourselves. Oh. I mean, that was his one entrance into uh, into the non, family, into the family, family genre. genre, family genre of movies. Mm. So let me find in uh, the movie stars Jeffrey, Jeffrey Combs, Barbara Crampton, Jessica Dollarhide, and a uh, host of people that we don't really know. Oh, Jonathan Fuller plays the fr- Castle Freak, who does a fantastic job as a freak. That's yeah, honestly, pretty good performance. I would say this movie. I actually enjoyed this movie. So all right, so the Saving Silvermans are not gonna not gonna necessarily no. save the whole thing. So the the tagline in the for the movie the uh, log I'm sorry the logline is a man struggles to save his family from sh- from the strange and deadly occurrences in the castle they even they have inherited. So uh, <laughs> uh, the movie is a. Uh... There's some things that are a little bad in this movie. As we'll get into it. It starts off. Maybe doesn't hold up. Yeah. Yeah. It starts off with this old blind Italian lady um, waking She's not up. Blind. I thought. She, oh no, I'm sorry. The She's daughter, not blind. She's the daughter, daughter is blind. Is blind. Yeah. Uh, this old Italian lady, really old, like uh, on death door. Yeah. Very, very elderly. Yeah. Uh, she wakes up and she feeds this cat, and uh, she feeds this cat bread. Yep, and uh, this cat As will come do. back. So there's this castle cat that you were that you have just been uh, introduced to, and she's walking really far to get to this like looks like some sort of dungeon area, and she <laughs> she she walks down these long stairs. She she's still walking. She gets to the end of this hallway that has a cell. She opens a cell, and you hear this. You don't see it, but you hear this like shaking, and you hear like this moaning, and she just. She she just gets in there and like on the wall there's a cat of nine tails whip. And yeah. She takes the she takes the whip and she starts fucking not even it, honestly she I was mean, just like placing in, out she was just placing so the whip. incredibly elderly that that <laughs> she, there was no there was no motion that would make me believe that she was creating the noise that they put in. There. Yeah, it was like she was just like ah. yeah ah. yeah. She then she whips him for a good bit. She leaves the food and locks the door. Have you ever she, seen um uh Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Yes. It reminded me of like when they try and get the old man to just like hit the hit the girl with the hammer, but he's just so old. They just like yeah. he's just like meh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he wants to do it so bad, but it's just <laughs> not so. happening. So she leaves the food. She goes back upstairs and she uh. <laughs> she 
she, she passes dies. away. She dies. She has a heart attack or something. Yeah, she she expires. This and, this whipping was was just too much for her. And then cut like maybe a couple weeks, maybe a month later, this family arrives. And did we see what she was whipping? No, we did it, not see. It was, it, like was a, a, it was like it was like a, a shadowy person. figure. It was a person, but you can uh, you really didn't see a full picture. This right. family moves in, and uh, Jeffrey Combs family. Jeffrey Combs family moves in. They are related to uh, the old lady somehow. I don't sure how they're related. He says that he says that she is. She says that she is his aunt. Okay, on his they, mom's side. They they inherited this castle, but he had never met her or heard of her, and he is he is bewildered that he he's was like a failed businessman too, and he's trying to sell the sell the castle. So he, so they're just living there for a short period of time till they sell the castle. Right, they want to like take stock yeah. of like all the stuff in it, so they make sure yeah. they get all the money they can out of it. Yeah. So this is, this is in also, Italy, right? Yeah. Also, the there is a blind daughter. Mm-hmm. It's him, and, his wife, and his blind, and blind daughter. daughter. Yeah, and you can tell the relationship between the husband and the wife are uh, on a very rocky terms. Mm. Uh, the father's name, it mildly. Yeah, the the father's name is John. John, Father John. John. the The wife is Susie uh, Susan Riley, and the uh, daughter is Re- uh, Rebecca Riley. So. They move in. They're getting all their stuff in in the castle. The the uh, there is a lot of arguing between the husband and the wife. There's an old maid lady who lives there who's who's been taking care of the castle since the uh, old lady died. And right. one so uh, and, on one and of the, the, days, the yeah. um the maid's brother is the family's lawyer. Yes. Yes. And he's helping them sell the trying to sell the castle as well. Right. So one day, I think a couple, maybe a day or two passed, maybe probably less than that. Uh, the daughter and the uh, Rebecca and John, um, that is the daughter and the father, are cleaning out one of the rooms. The daughter can't really do anything, so she's just sitting there. And the castle cat walks on by. He, uh, yeah. he he's like, ooh. Ooh, new people. He comes to see the the, right. the little the, the Rebecca feels a cat. John, like, John is mixed up in what he's doing. He's like, yeah, like photo albums or something. Yeah, he's like too. He's too concerned with his own self and being selfish and not really worrying about his daughter, which is a theme of the movie. Right. Um. <laughs> uh. So the cat. So the, the Rebecca follows the cat, and the cat is just leading her down the stairs to the castle freak. While this is happening, the castle freak she is, is blind, so she's yeah. like completely following uh, a cat. A cat. She does have a walk a, a, a stick, so she kind of she can yeah. She, yeah. A blind people stick. What is that called? I don't know. I think it's just called a stick. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so while this is happening, the castle freak is trying to get out of his shackles because he's starving. He hasn't eaten who knows how many days, and he like. And a really cool, and this gets to one of my favorite moments. The effects are really good in this movie. Uh, he, like, you see him trying to rip off this. <laughs> he's trying to get the. Uh, the yeah, he can't get the, the, the handcuff the off. Handcuff off. So he just, like, he starts ripping it so hard that his thumb just comes, like, almost completely off. It's just dangling at some yeah, point. Yeah, he just rips the thing. Yeah. He rips the dang thing off. So Rebecca thinks that 
she the cat the Real cat yeah the cat goes into the cell for like a second and rebecca hears the the moaning of the castle freak and she thinks it's the cat but the cat's not doing anything cat's probably just scared and and her mother starts calling her and <laughs> rebecca like rebecca leaves and uh she gets tripped or rebecca leaves and then the cat tries to leave too but the castle freak fucking grabs the cat by the tail and just like pulls it through yeah he eats that thing, he munches fucking, that thing. yeah it gives him some sort of energy to break out of this loosely constructed yeah, prison yeah. now he is now is he is of man um but at that same time um rebecca is sure that there's somebody down there like even yeah. though she hasn't like seen yeah she she feel like yeah, something ha- I forgot what happens, but she kind of notices it that it is a person. I'm not sure what 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 led it to believe that it was a person. Yeah, I don't uh, either. I I mean that was I mean the only point of contention. Yeah. Of course. Um. So the, the the beast's name it says here on Wikipedia is Gio Grio Gio Giorgio Giorgio That's the name Giorgio. of the book. Uh, it's the name of the the the, the child. Uh, so Giorgio begins to roam the castle, prowling around the bedroom. Yeah, at nighttime, he's uh he sneaks into the blind girl's bedroom boudoir. Uh, he then you're very quiet now. There, hold on. there we go, testing. Yep, you're very loud. Yeah. Very loud. Uh. Uh, prowling around oh so 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 nighttime comes and Giorgio is in Rebecca's bedroom mm. uh being a creep he's been a creep Eric I can't hear you at all now Eric hello can you hear me now yes okay uh what did what'd you say uh so he was in the bedroom being a creep and then yeah. I, I I lost you there uh, he was being a creep, and he he starts to get really close to Rebecca. Well, he like pulls back covers and stuff. Yeah, pulls like back covers, down. and she she notices it and freaks him out, and he takes her sheets. <laughs> yep, and runs with them. He runs away. She starts screaming. Her dad comes in, but uh, Susan does, uh, and John don't believe her. Still wrecked with guilt about the death of his son, he turns to drinking alcohol and hires a prostitute. Right. Okay. So. It's worth noting he he killed their son and blinded their daughter in a drunk driving incident where he very slowly crashed their car and flipped it. Oh, God. Yeah, that scene was weird. But again, one of here's my one of my favorite uh, Saving Superman's is also Jeffrey Combs's performance. Oh, I love Jeffrey Combs. Great performance. Um, Really good. And he goes to the bar. He's and he's just like drinking. Apparently, he drinks a whole bottle of whiskey. Yeah, he drinks a whole bottle of Jack Daniels. Yeah, he drinks a whole a bottle, bottle of Jack right, Daniels. Right next to their castle. This, yeah. by the way, this place is enormous. It's yeah. like, it's got like 150 rooms, is, is what they say at some point. Yeah. Um, so he fucking gets blistering drunk, and he this prostitute comes to him, and she's like, she she kind of just like she doesn't say she's a prostitute, but she's like, eh, let's go back. Wait, wait haven't castle. the police come once at this point? I. Oh yes, they did come at some point because of what uh, Rebecca said of being there's a person down right. there. They, they and said like, they, they said they weren't going to search all the rooms. Yeah. They're like, we yeah. don't have the the time or, or people to do that. We're not. Yeah. It's enormous. 
I believe that character's name is Agent Forty or Forte. Fortier. Fortier. Um so he they take he takes the prostitute back to his to the castle. The cops actually stop him before he leaves and like they're telling him to get out of the bar because like the barkeep won't let him wants him kicked out because he's drinking too much, he's being drunk. So he's he drunk. So he leaves with the prostitute back to his castle. They go to the wine cellar and he's like, check it out, look at all this wine. Hey, hey. <laughs> And uh, he's they begin to start having marital's uh, uh, marital's <laughs> yeah they're having some some intimate marital's uh, intimate right there intimate, in the cellar yeah they're right there having giving it out he's a four pump chump and he uh, dumps he hasn't oh yeah this is there's another pod the freak point. sees him the freak sees this but he also he hasn't and he the freak he, has wrapped has adorned himself he, che- in he cheated on it he, he cheated on his wife and they haven't had a uh, sex and marital's marital's and nine months so and he, he is he is constantly trying to put the moves on his wife who yeah. uh, hates him yeah hates the shit out of him and <laughs> so he he pumps like a couple times in the in the lady and she yes. just gosh she what just, romantic you're, you're a poet and uh he she just she d- dumps it in and she just says thanks thanks for the love <laughs> and she just uh, she the Catholic who has adorned uh, yeah. the daughter's bed sheets and wrapped himself up and uh, <laughs> watches from a distance. Uh, not much of a distance, no. but a distance. No, but a distance, and he's watching he this sees, happen. He sees that. Uh, uh, he sees the the kind of uh, uh, what would you say ritual of of drinking the wine and then yeah. making the love. Yeah, and then and he. So, he uh, uh, the woman reveals herself to be a prostitute by saying, "That'll be money now." And the guy's like, oh, yeah, okay, that this makes sense. As much that as makes got. sense. <laughs> and so he gives her money, and I think she, it seems like she's, like, going to give him change. And he's like, no, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> she leaves, and before she, before she's able to get out of the castle, the castle freak nabs her and takes her down to his cell. Mm-hmm. And at first, he is doing what Colin said earlier. He is trying drinking and trying to like, oh, we're trying drinking like ha, the ritual. The ritual. Like, he's, like, he's like, he's like, I drink, you drink. Okay, now we have sex. And yeah, he kisses her, and it's fucking strange. gross. It's fucking strange. And then she's got she, half a mouth is like what it looks like. Yeah, she starts to fight. She starts to fight back, and he gets really mad. He takes a rip off her nipple, just takes yeah, a jump he, off her titty, man. Yeah, Bites he off her chomps, titty. chomps into her, and it is. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, it's really, really well done. Um, just rips her, and then he starts, and then it, and then he like starts eating her out, and he's like, you can tell he's just like yeah, tearing her out, like, tearing her out. It was super gross. Yeah, super gross, tearing her out, and uh, oh, very hard cuts. to get on the side yeah. of Catholic Freak. And uh, and I'm not sure. Does the when does a maid discover her? Because a maid discovers her not far. I think the next day. Yeah. Uh, because so the, next, the, yeah, um, yeah. the police want they they come the next day and they want to search the castle because the officer who had previously visited, I guess it is his sister, who is the prostitute, mm-hmm. and and she has like a daughter, and she's like, look, she never came home to like pick up her daughter from my house. And uh, I saw her with you last. And everyone saw her go into your castle, so I'm gonna have to search it. And mm-hmm. so he like tells the he tells um, Jeffrey Combs' wife, he's like, "Hey, he brought this prostitute home. We need to look for her." And she's like, "What the fuck? I'm out of here." Yeah, she just gets really fed up, and she just takes Rebecca and like she starts packing. Try. The cops, everybody is looking around the castle. The old lady ends up looking in the uh, 
the in the uh, dungeon, the cellar or whatever, where the castle freak is eating the poor poor prostitute, and like she walks in and she just sees his corpse, just like has bite marks all over, bleeding everywhere, and she's like just shocked, and this fucking freak is like behind the door hiding. And knock and like beats her to death, pretty beats much. With the chain, with the whip, the, or with the, the with the chains. No, it was the, the chains. chains. Oh yeah, okay. So these heavy chains that he has, he just yeah. beats the, the shit out of her, and he just like dips. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but during like, this time, Jeffrey Combs is searching his castle to kind of yeah. try and figure out what the hell's going on. And then it's like, weird shit has been happening as well this whole time. Yeah. And then everybody, the lawyer, the lawyer comes over, dude. But he finds the child's the, the the he finds the catacombs with like the graves yeah, and stuff. Yeah, and it has yeah. the picture of of uh, Giorgio. Giorgio, who looks like uh, his son. Mm-hmm. It's like it looks just like him. So, which is I don't know why he's so surprised by they are related. Yeah, um, it is like in his even in like the reality that he believes it is his aunt. Yeah, and so he. I'm not sure they muster the forces to go like everybody no, apparently him and the him and the lawyer go back out to the bar yeah. and the lawyer's like hey they really want to search this place he's like well uh, I'm not gonna let them and he's like all right well let me tell you about your family he's like your family is strange it's just that he tells him the tall tale of his whatever happened to his uh, aunt and her son or whatever right right well he tells him that his dad yeah, what was originally married to his aunt. Yes. And had a child with her and then left her for her younger sister yes. and then went to him and then ran away to America. Yes. And but he never divorced the aunt. So the their legal their marriage was never uh, ended. So his his parents marriage was never was never legal, which makes him a bastard. Yeah. The worst thing you can be in Italy and the his the aunt takes all the poor the poor anger the, all the anger oh, yeah, out of the poor pissed. boy she pissed yeah, she just tortures him for the rest of it for the for his yeah, whole she life basically ruins this guy who's like a normal kid and and then he she just like fucking tortures him for his Ever. entire life <laughs> which is crazy that he never put up much of a fight but well, he was a ch- i think it started when he was a child yeah so he yeah. just like grew to be malformed and yeah. gross yeah so the the cops come with the warrant. They start searching the place. They go down to the uh, dungeon with the, the everybody's there. The lawyers with the with Jeffrey Combs, uh, and they go and they see the two dead bodies. And one of the well, dead bodies being the maid. Well, almost dead bodies. <laughs> oh dead. no! Wait. The, oh, oh yeah, that's right. The the when the maid finds. Yeah, she's still kind of alive. She's still kind of alive, but, but she's, she's definitely dead by the yeah. time they find. Yeah. Her. So. They find the dead body. The lo- the lawyer whose sister has just been murdered thinks Jeffrey Combs in and starts like the like strangle him. strangle him. The cops kind of just right. arrest the him. cops are like, hey, maybe you shouldn't uh, we, you shouldn't speak anymore until you talk to your lawyer. And then his lawyer turns starts <laughs> strangling him. I thought strangling. that was a fun scene. That was a good scene. Um, then they take him down to the station. Right, as yeah. they're arresting him, uh, his wife and daughter are trying to leave, and they're like, look, you could take him, but like, we are trying to get out of here. And they're like, you cannot leave the castle until we've figured out what has happened. Yeah. So they had the so the so the so the, the main police guy leaves two cops and to protect just like just to watch over the place with the with the wife and the daughter. 
Right. And the wife asks for water. One of the cops goes to get water and the castle freak has hidden himself in the chimney and he chokes out. He like hangs this dude from the chimney. Wait, didn't the um, before they before they arrested him, didn't he like show them the gray the 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 tomb? Oh yeah, and then he like, like pulled oh, the yeah, coffin yeah, off, yeah, coffin, yeah. and he pulled like the child coffin out, and it's like this he this, he didn't die, he was alive. Like, yeah. The, yeah, the, the, like my aunt hit him. Yeah, it's just like you said. Yeah, and they're like bad bullshit. They're like fuck you, we don't care. You, I think you did this. Bullshit. They arrest him anyways. They arrest him anyways. The cop gets hung. Then another cop goes yeah, to look the for that guy. From the yeah, the, some other cop goes to look for him. That cop gets killed by the castle freak. Yeah, he just like he grabs his head and just like slams it into the wall. Yeah, really gruesome. Gruesome. And then he uh, confronts. Isn't it, oh, is is it worth revealing um, that that we know that the castle freak um, has no. Uh, He's no genitals anymore. Oh my god! Yeah, he has like his balls castrated. Yeah, see that he has balls, but he does not have a penis anymore. No, he's castrated completely. Uh, I thought I saw balls. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, his penis is just gone. Yeah. So, uh, even though he longs, like the the largest desire that he seems to have in this movie is to try and have sex with somebody, but even <laughs> Even if he couldn't even like make, I don't know what he would do exactly. Yeah, he's. Uh, I don't. I. I'm. I'm sure there's other ways to gain satisfaction, but yeah, it's just a weird uh, choice just to. I don't know. Make it about. Just it's it's pretty prominent. Like you yeah. see, you see that there's just he's Balls. been mutilated down there. Yeah, really bad stuff. So, the castle freak confronts uh, Rebecca and like she freaks out the mom tries her oh, or he knocks what's, what's the wife uh the wife's name is Barbara Barbara I'm sorry no I'm sorry Susan Barbara Susan that's his name yeah he knocks her out too right no well they both they, they the the I think the mom was out of the room and then she comes back in the room and she finds them together and she like fights him off takes takes uh yeah, she tries to like take me instead yeah she actually tries to seduce him and he and like kind of drops his guard and she does something and like she hits him over the head like or something oh yeah she has, she, has, she, has, she has a stat she has a knife and she stabs him she stabs and, him like in the shoulder yeah no in the back in the back, uh, right in the back, where like, he couldn't pull like, it out. Yeah, gnarled back. Yeah, and he, she takes Rebecca, and they start running, and they hide, and they, it's a series. He's of not wearing a sheet anymore. It's worth saying we we yeah. see what he looks like fully, and it is not a pretty picture. My this man's man has got a skullet. Yeah, this man is ruined. This man has been like he's covered in in like permanent scar tissue. His face has been split in so many areas yeah. that it's just like untenable. He's not going to have a life. No, so they it's a series of them running, him finding them, them running, him finding them, and then eventually yeah, the real Scooby Doo sequence. Yeah. and then eventually John, who's at the uh, he, he he like he's freak he's at the police station while this is happening, freaking out because he knows sure. this is going to happen, and like and he provokes the cop enough to make him punch him in the face, yeah. and then he yeah. the cop gets dragged out. Yeah, and then while they're dealing with that, he sneaks out. He sneaks out. Gets out of there, gets to the castle. Um, 
Rebecca is cor- Rebecca and uh, and Susan are cornered, and John shows up and he uh, fights the freak off. Doesn't he try and like reason with him first? He's like, I know who yeah, you are, Joe. Yeah, he's like, I'm sorry for what the family did to you. He obviously like, has no comprehension of the English language yeah, at this point. He doesn't understand any of it, and yeah. so he's he's here to have his way. Yeah, and they fight. Uh, looks like uh, the cat. Like there's a fight. The, the, the rooftop uh, rain, rain, rooftop rainy, scene. rainy scene. Really it's cool. Well cool. done. It was well done. It looked fun. Um, they're fighting, and eventually, it looks like the castle freak won. But John grabs the chain, the chain and falls down. Well, he jumps off the. He roof. jumps off the roof and falls down onto the courtyard and and pulls the freak pulls the freak the freak with him, him and the freak goes flying. The freak go flying. The freak go flying, and they crash splat all over the ground. The, uh, just no blood or anything. Just they're just like all like. Well, he's like kind of got blood in his mouth. Yeah, this when they come bro, to talk, it, it did look like he is dead. <laughs> uh, well, they, the, uh, the the freak's legs are all like mangled and like it's yeah. like okay, this man like, landed. Susan and Rebecca meet John downstairs. The cops arrive and. I think it's the same in the movie, right? Uh, he expires. They have a funeral. Yeah. And then at the funeral, they see the cop with, like, his sister's uh, yeah, child. child, yeah. And then there's just kind of, like, a moment between them where, like, it's all over now. Yep. And indeed it is. All over then. Yep. And that is that is Castle Freak by Full Moon Entertainment. Yeah. So, in a way, the dad kind of redeems uh, his, his horrible actions uh, by saving his family. And um, I will say my my last saving Superman was the castle itself. I thought they stayed in the they had a really cool castle set. It was a cool. Did. It was a cool castle. I think they definitely went to a real castle. Yeah, too. it looked like they went to a real castle. So, so what were your saving Silverman's list? Saving out? Silverman's were were the uh, special uh, uh, effects, the effects, oh, okay. the monster effects, monster effects, uh, Jeffrey Combs's performance, mm. and the castle uh, set. Whatever they used was really well done. Okay. The film was shot in a castle owned in Band, Italy. Oh, so it was a really Italian castle. They shot in a real Italian castle, folks. Wow, wow. Let me see if there's any trivia. Oh, here's a a goof from the Did You Know... um, I'm sorry, from the uh, International Movie Database. Um, Internet. (laughs) After the family gets into the castle, the castle freak rips off his thumb to escape. The handcuffs, in the end, where he is kissing the daughter, he he clearly has two thumbs. Giorgio the freak could not remove his metal arm restraint without ripping his thumb off. The part, uh, but the end of the movie, John easily puts a restraint on his arm. And uh, okay, oh, that's uh, well. Maybe I think his his thumbs might be a little more swollen than say uh, than say the, the the teenage daughters. Yeah, two ah. funny goofs. Those are those are fucking hilarious. I'm rolling here. <laughs> um, here's a quote. Here's a quote from the movie. I didn't. Oh, you want more? You want more facts? Yeah, are there any fun facts? Um, here's an alternate. In the alternate versions in the 1996 UK video release, cut by one minute and nine, uh, one minute and nine seconds by the BBFC to remove shots of mutilated female bodies, a woman's breast being bitten, footage of a. Oh, so they did censor this movie oh, in they England. Cut, they cut a lot of the the really gross yeah. stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is interesting. Um, 
almost as interesting as the film we got to watch on uh, from your wheel. Now, here's the thing, dude. I have no idea what happened in Igor. No idea. The 2008 animated film Igor. I I have no idea what we watched. I cannot I tell also, you anything. I had I, I had a tough time kind of uh uh remembering the the synopsis here, so I, I pulled up a bit of a cheat sheet that we'll be going through. It's way longer than I thought the summary was going to be, but apparently, it, it is a complex thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So. Here, let me let me let you know here. The kingdom of malaria. The environment is devastated by a mysterious storm to which its ruler, King Malbert, played by the, you know, insatiable Jay Leno. <laughs> um, His performance. Yeah. Breathtaking. Uh, so basically, the kingdom of malaria is just like constantly in a cloud of storm uh and so king malbert has the rest of the world pay this kingdom not to release various doomsday devices um invented by its evil scientists so like the main export of this kingdom is uh yeah. doomsday devices and the the like the career goal of everyone is to be an evil scientist I remember that. All right. If you're on board with that, you're going to be on board with the rest. In turn, scientists are assisted by Igors, which are anybody in the kingdom who is born with a humpback has to be an Igor. (laughs) It's their name. It's their rank. It's their whole identity. Their race. It's it's. Yeah, pretty much. They, so they go to Igor school. They are raised in an Igor orphanage. They are trained from birth to be these helpers, like kind of like minion-y, like not like blank slate, do exactly what the scientist says kind of deal. Um, so the kingdom's annual evil science fair showcases the scientists' latest weapons. Uh, they do that every year. This this story revolves around an Igor named Igor, uh, played by John Cusack, who uh, he serves what he would name a in, an ineffective evil scientist named Doctor Glickenstein, who's voiced by John Cleese. Um, he he serves him, but thinks that he is smarter than Doctor Glickenstein, and and thinks that he could be a better evil scientist but he is of course reserved to be an igor because that is what the society he grew up in tells him he can be hmm. nevertheless he has invented uh several things for himself in his spare time including his friends scamper my first saving silverman Jesus. scamper voiced by steve Bashimi, who i believe did um do his his read-ins over the phone as he was doing other projects. Um, and, and Scamper is a reanimated immortal rabbit uh, who is suicidal the whole movie. Mm-hmm. He, wants to, he wants to die but can't. 
he spends a, a good portion of the movie finding different ways to mutilate himself. It's an animated. It's for kids. Uh, I should. Mm-hmm. I should. This is like a, a PG kids movie. Um, but but Scamper is a notably dark character who uh, he's got like a big tire mark on his stomach, and uh, he cuts off his his feet and, and hands at several different points. Uh, and then sews him back on. He uh, he feels no pain. Mm-hmm. So, scamper. And uh, his other friend, uh, Bra- Brain, who is played by Sean Hayes, and is basically uh, like a bubblegum machine that has a brain in it, uh, with a like a vacuum cleaner arm. Uh, and the big running joke with Brain is that he misspelled his name on his jar, so it says Brian. <laughs> Uh, Jesus. Uh, yeah. And so those are his buddies. Uh, and when a Dr. Glickenstein's entry for the, the evil science fair is going to be this rocket ship, uh, that explodes, uh, because he did not take Igor's advice to use the lower, uh, voltage thing, whatever unclear exactly what happens igor knows it's gonna happen he lets this man die uh dr glickenstein r.i.p but igor sees an opportunity for himself and he's his eye will enter the evil science fair in his stead uh so with his friend's uh, help he assembles a huge monstrous being from human remains uh and this thing is fucking enormous it is easily five times the size of igor um and i think let me see yeah i i i think my second my second saving silverman is the the sheer size and bulk of this thing this being's neck uh it it, it looks it's f- very thick mm-hmm. very thick thick neck. yeah it looks like a construction cone uh so it's his first okay so this is this is igor's first science experiment uh it failed at first and then a second later it came to life Mm -hmm. uh and any it's a it's a lady it's a lady it's a lady voiced by the great who molly shannon that's right and so the creature roars because he's just been brought to life and then stomps off into the woods uh, oh, he put um, he put an evil bone in her hand that oh, is supposed right. to. Uh, he just power like sticks her. it in her too. He just yeah, like... he just like kind of shoves it into her hand, yeah. um, and and so that'll that'll make sure that this thing is good and evil. Uh, they don't really go into a lot of detail about how that'll all work, uh, but it turns out it didn't work. Oh no, because when he's he's chasing her down the woods, he's like, Oh man, this thing's so evil, I can already tell. And it breaks into um uh into my third <laughs> into my third saving silverman. Uh it breaks into a blind or an orphanage for blind children. Mm-hmm. Uh and he's like, Yes, she's in there murdering these blind children. That's fantastic. That's exactly what I want. Uh, but she is in fact just uh 
giving these kids a, a rocket ship ride and, you know, being basically a surrogate parent there for just a minute. So these blind children are given a moment of, of joy. Uh, so Igor's pissed. Uh, he tries to convince this, this creature that he has named Eva. He's trying to convince her that she's evil. Uh, but she, but fails and she's just a gentle giant, you know, that's just her thing. And so, oh gosh, <laughs> when King Malbert comes to visit Castle Glickenstein, Eager hides his death and claims that he is, uh, like, look, you're not, you're not going to believe what this dude's done. He's made life and he's going to bring it to the science fair. It's going to blow you away. Um, and so he has now established that he's going to have to go to this science fair, I guess. There's a lot of kind of throwaway scenes. Um, so Igor is trying to figure out how to make sure that Eva is evil. And so he takes her to a brainwashing institution uh, that this kingdom has. Everything in this kingdom has like evil pun about it. It's kind of like monsters inc but like they didn't work as hard uh so there so he's gonna it's a brainwashing salon and so basically they put you in front of a tv and brainwash you that way um but brain his pal brain while trying to get his own brainwashed uh, accidentally uh, takes the remote to Eva's TV and changes the channel uh, to from from monster movies to a talk show uh, about acting hosted by uh, inside the actor studio's very own um, <laughs> Lip James Lipton, Mr. Lipton himself. So, and he basically, she's brainwashed uh, into just learning the history of acting. And so now she thinks that she's an actor. She could speak proper English fully now and wants to be an actress. Uh, and Igor is understandably distressed because that's not, that's not supposed to be it. No, so... <sighs> No, sir. Uh, <clears throat> so. <sighs> There's been a rival scientist this whole time. A rival scientist to Glickenstein and by extent, Igor, who's named Dr. Schadenfreud. Schadenfreud. You know, that kind of, whatever that word is. It's bad fun. He's voiced by Eddie Izzard, uh, and he is kind of this this uh, flamboyant, big showy scientist who is who has a shape shifting girlfriend uh, named Jacqueline, played by Jennifer Coolidge, uh, and he and he sends her in a different form to always spy on Doctor Glickenstein as uh, Heidi. So you gotta. Jacqueline and Heidi situation. Um, so, yeah, it was very cool. I think. 
good. Um, so basically, he's trying to find out if if Igor's invention is going to be better than his, which is a shrink ray. And uh, I kind of zoned out for a little bit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but according to this summary in front of me, um, yeah. According to this summary, Brain reveals that it was him who accidentally brainwa- misbrainwashed Eva, and so Eager tries to kill that. him, kill him with an axe. Um, I miss that completely. Yeah, it doesn't. He doesn't do it though. Um. So Scamper gives Igor the idea of convincing Eva that. She, she to be an actress she's going to have to play the role of a monster in his new audition for the new version of Annie that he is going to be running uh in which he changes the ending to have Annie kill everybody um and so Eva's like I dig it I like the I like it boss I like the the changes you're making you're you're a very interesting director I'm going to I'm going to try this part out for you um so there's like a montage of this all the montages are set to weirdly tonal like like pennies from heaven type song in fact that song exactly at some point mm-hmm. and it's it's super doesn't jive with the visuals of this movie Not at all um which i think uh it's worth noting look look like old veggie tales kind of and so while she's getting ready to play killer annie um there's a lot of like molly shannon vamping about the acting process and it's it's very superstar it's very um it's it's a lot it's a lot so Igor, during one of these montages, starts to sort of fall in love with Eva, his monster. Um, but he's very resistant to it. And so his rival, Dr. Scheudenfrauden, um, who we find out has often stolen other people's inventions and offered them as his own, decides that he's going to go go back to his own his own uh, his old trick of of stealing an invention and he's he he doesn't like his shrink ray so he's gonna use uh eva as his entry into the mm-hmm. and and he's gonna use that his entry into the evil science fair as an opportunity to possibly overthrow king malbert <clears throat> I think this plan is um, revealed through a hot tub scene where he's schmoozing with Igor in a hot tub. Um, Yeah. yeah. And so I feel like I'm not doing a good job here, but to be fair, this is a tough movie to like boil down. Yeah. It's so much happens. It's got like kind of a uh, dream logic throughout it where you just kind of have to be like, yes, of course. Yes. 
Yes. Um, and so after hot tubbing with evil Dr. Scheudenfrauden, um, uh, he is imprisoned in his, in his dungeon. Um, and then Schadenfreude, uh, he he tricks Eva into coming to to his. He like seduces her. Oh yeah, he like seduces her because he has convinced her that Heidi has is, is who is the who is the good version of Jacqueline. Uh, she's he convinces Eve. Eva that Heidi has taken up with Igor uh, who who she even pretends to ki- she even kisses him yeah. and he's like oh no no thank you I, I like I like the the woman that I made <laughs> um and so at the fair I'm, so- I'm sorry man <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> this movie took a lot out of you. Huh? This is this movie is co- continuing to break me. I I I, I, I did I could have broken watch it. One. I did finish it. Yeah, we I finished watch it. it. We watched it together. I didn't. I didn't bail. And now <laughs> I'm. I'm wishing. I'm wishing to God. <laughs> I had. Look, you got to be a little bit more liberal with your bails, you know. The thing is, I'm trying to be positive. I. I, I my whole goal. <laughs> my whole goal with this is to be be positive about things that are difficult to be positive about. And I am uh, coming up so short this episode. <laughs> Because I really did not care much for this film. And <laughs> Look, some things, some things, man, you just can't polish a turd, you know? It, <laughs> you know? I'm remiss. I don't want to call this movie a turd. It simply is not for me. Based on the comments in the YouTube oh right. that we watched, this is, a, this is considered a childhood classic of a great deal of people. So um, weird. It's so strange that this movie... If you go to the YouTube comments of Igor, follow. please read the comments on Igor. They're so and good. So I guess... So we get to a point where Igor is imprisoned and they are... At, and Dr. Scheudenfrau has taken Eva to the evil science fair and revealed her as, or, or she, he gets her to hit him. Like, like to, she like, he's like really rude to her. And and like, he's like, all right, now it's time for you to hit me. And she does. (laughs) And by hitting him, her evil bone in her hand is activated, turning her into a mindless killing machine. Uh, and so all of the other scientists reveal they've all created like mo- like robot monsters pretty much except for there's one that's like a blob um and so i guess the the evil science fair consists of just like pinning these things against each other um so it's not really like a a, a presentation as much as it is just like a wrestling tournament for these big robots um, so because of the evil bone being activated in Eva, she's able to just rip these things to shreds. And this is, I think, my third, uh, I, I don't, this is one of my saving Silvermans. It might be the last one. It might be the second one. I don't know. It's that she is like the whole time ripping, like just gruesomely, just tearing these like a 
these these machines to bits she is singing um tomorrow from annie while wearing an annie wig her eyes are completely black (laughs) and and it's she's just like singing like this haunting like (laughs) this like disturbing version of tomorrow as she rips these people's like life work into bits in front of them tears them to shreds tears them to shreds um and so there's an escape sequence where brain and scamper save uh they save igor there's something with a necklace that i don't understand yeah there's an igor necklace and then they find out that there's a weather machine that's that's <laughs> been uh I, I don't understand this part at all so they decide to take down the weather machine um kind of freeing malaria like they're like oh we don't have to be evil anymore um Igor reasons with Eva and uh, oh god the sunbeams kind of free her from the evil bone and then they I think there's a kiss Mm -hmm. (laughs) the the crowd has turned on King Malbert for um the weather machine deal uh Dr. Schoedenfrauden's like alright cool I think now is my time to take power and then Eva is like nope and just yoinks him and like throws him to the I don't know throws him away the monarchy is dissolved malaria becomes a republic Igor is decided to be president uh, despite having almost no role in helping <laughs> helping free them uh, because it's in fact Brain and Scamper who take down the weather machine yeah. uh, uh, Dr. Schoedenfrauen is relegated to being a pickle salesman hilarious Jacqueline uh, loses her shape-shifting abilities and goes back to being a female Igor the worst thing you can be um, and then she's also a pretzel saleswoman who hooks up with other emails or for other other Igors um, uh, the science fair, uh, the science fair the evil science fair has become a musical theater showcase uh Bleh. Igor plans to build a dog for Eva. Eva, uh, I don't know. Igor and Eva live happily ever after. <laughs> the blind, the blind orphans sing. I can sing clearly now. And there's a dance party, and the movie's over. And I am so tired. I, I, the positives, the positives were very hard for me to pick out this week which is um you know this whole me saying this goes against my whole idea of trying to be positive here but oofa doofa this was hard to get through (laughs) um it's only a 90 minute movie oh but Uh, you feel every minute yeah it's just um it feels like a a student animated movie uh it just doesn't quite have the polish of of like a shrek yeah or uh or or a pixar movie um the style i mean everything is pointy and it's kind of i think it's supposed to kind of resemble like german expressionism but it doesn't really succeed in doing that very well not at Um, all not at all 
everything is just kind of angular and difficult to look at. Um, it's a movie I could, I honestly have no idea what happened. Gordon, man. Um, and so it's, uh, I, I don't have a whole lot of net positive things to say. Uh, whereas I did enjoy watching Castle Freak. I cannot recommend watching Igor. Um, the value in it is, is I think, um, purely ironic. If you're, if you, if you can say that, um, the, the plot is incredibly difficult to follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels if, I don't know. I, I, rough. I, um, I liked Steve Buscemi. I liked the Annie number where she's murdering things. <laughs> you like the Annie. And, and I liked the idea of the blind orphans having a presence in this movie. Oh boy. So um, I- I'm sorry that I couldn't be more positive about this movie, uh, but it was truly a-, a bit of a chore to-, to watch. Now, I think you got to be a little bit more liberal with your skips. If you can't come up with three, if you really, if you're watching <laughs> it and you cannot come up with anything you like about it, you got to skip. I think I I think for me I have to like understand by the hour mark that if I haven't picked, um, yeah. I haven't picked anything I, like at least two or one savings. I gotta know when to bail. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, um, you don't want to be in another situation like this. This was tough. This was yeah. tough, and I, I was trying to be stalwart with my 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 bails because, uh, you know, I I have watched a lot of 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 trash in my time. And I thought that maybe I could, uh, I, and I, I do think I can get through all of it. I just think at, at what price? Yeah. What price? What price? Watching this movie, I think genuinely made my week worse. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, I watched, I watched, uh, for, for my other podcast, I watched 47 meters down yesterday and, mm-hmm. and widely regarded as not a very good movie, but I thought it was great. And mm. I think I think I might have thought that because I watched this this week. Wow! And I think just by comparison, it was it was structurally very sound. Mm. Well, Whew. and I'm sorry that that it came to it, but uh, I think next week we'll maybe do something yeah. a little bit better. Um, are we ready to spin our wheels? Yeah, let me just uh, remove Castle Freak. All right. I'm ready to spin the wheel. Do you want to go ahead and spin yours first? I'll spin mine first. It's spinning. My eyes are closed. It's spinning. It's stopping. Bang, bang, baby. Bang, bang, baby. I have never heard of this. Bang, bang, baby. You know, this you might have, have been star. from... Uh, yeah, it's and it's the girl from... Uh, you do know who she is. Jane Levy. Oh. Justin Chatwin. Peter Stormare. Okay. Alright, well, let's see what you get. Yeah. Spinning, 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 spinning. Oh boy, you get to watch. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Is that another full moon production? It is not. It is a Jason Ritter movie about um, a man who gets sucked into his television. So you got a, a fairly odd parents channel chaser. Yeah, I believe that is where they got that from. Uh, 
All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So uh, this week we 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 chore you with watching. Stay tuned and bang bang baby. Bang bang baby. All right. And, Thank uh, you. Rate us on iTunes, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you.